Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Who is Parvati and why should you practice her mantra? That is exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you today. And if I may say so myself, I believe that this is a goddess and a mantra that every single woman should work with if there's any that she works with because this is the foundation and it actually allows you to be a walking magnet for all your desires. So goddess Parvati is the goddess mostly known for yoga and you'll often see offerings made to her in spiritual yoga studios, not the hardcore fitness ones, but the true yoga studios that are original to Roots, where they might practice kundalini yoga and things of that sort. So she's really a goddess you go to when you're experiencing spiritual confusion, when you're unsure of your purpose, and when your life just seems to be on pause because your manifestations are slow and people are uncommitted to you. So she's really the goddess to help break down the barriers and the blocks and obstacles that come from within us. I'm going to repeat that. She's the goddess to unblock situations that we have created for ourselves because it all comes from us. Your energy system is actually speaking to you through the manifestations, through what you're living right now. You constantly get feedback from the outside world based on what's going on inside. So you already know this goddess if you've had any kind of curiosity about Hindu mysticism and her avatars are Kalima and Durga. And how she shows up depends on your ego. Because ultimately, the whole point of doing spiritual work is to eradicate the human ego. Because this is what blocks your manifestations to coming to fruition. And if you're not consistent with your practices, you don't know how to tame your ego. And then you're not in alignment to be able to hear the voice of your higher self and your guides to help you navigate and take the correct action and align you so that you can receive whatever it is that you desire. So the reason she's the goddess with yoga is because the sacred postures are to align you. It's all about alignment. She makes your practice pristine because it's about alignment through devotion. And if you've done yoga, which actually in Sanskrit means union of all, because it's about union with yourself, then everything else harmonizes. When you're not distracted and you're totally aligning your body systems to align yourself within yourself, within your posture, you're also becoming one with the universe, the elemental and the divine systems, and it's all through devotional work. You devote yourself to you. That is the crucial aspect. When you're doing the work in the middle of it, 
it's really easy. Like, it's really hard. It's really easy, really hard. When you're doing the work and you're in the middle of all of it happening, it's really easy to get lost. But it's at the end of the teaching that things make sense, right? That's when the transformed version of you understands what you had to go through to become this version. It's about letting go of the old you. You know, if you've worked with Isis or Aset or Kalima in my goddess circles, you understand it's about killing the old version of yourself so you can be born anew. If you're manifesting from a place of divine entitlement, not ego, because you know it's already yours. Ultimately, you know, this is all a trust process. And that's what Bhagavati teaches us through devotion. And even coming from the perspective of law of attraction, you manifest from what you are, not what you want. It's about becoming the person, the human version of this divine ideal that manifests what you want. The old bully, the manipulative victim, loser, mediocre, procrastinator version of you aren't able to manifest that big picture, that desire that you have, what you want to see you need to morph into that human goddess that receives. It's not about hustling. And you know what? It's very peculiar to see women show up to be armored and in their masculine chasing their desires. You know, like the goddess does not chase. We are not hustlers. We receive. We relax. It comes to us. It is divine entitlement. Manifestation in the divine feminine is about receiving. You have to look at everything around you in your 3D as feedback of where you are internally. You know, what do you need to heal internally? Because the 3D is serving you, whether it's pain, failure, or loss. You should attach yourself from the need to qualify what you're experiencing and seeing it as a lesson, seeing the lesson that's beneath it. You know, ask yourself, what is my own higher self trying to teach me? Then you go back to the alignment. If you lost money, got your heart broken, you feel scarcity or lack, it shows where you're misaligned. That's all it's showing you. Because the truth is is that you're a powerful manifester. Just as much as me, as the Pope, whoever. No one's power is greater than another's. We all have the same power within. The difference is what is our mission and what are the blocks that will prevent us from stopping us to live our sacred mission. But with devotion to Parvati's work, this is the first and foremost devotion, which is to yourself. And this mantra is not meant to raise your frequency. It's not meant to manifest psychic powers, money, love, whatever. This aligns you to you. And a lot of goddesses have been taught, you know, in our society that it's more morally superior to care for others and lose yourself as if it has some kind of superiority. You know, it's almost like you were taught to lose yourself, to forget yourself for the sake of preparing for a better life after this life, if you know, you believe in that, you know, it's part of the culture we live in. And as a woman, you need to give yourself 
before you put others before you. Like selflessness is bullshit. Selfishness where you're the last recipient of your own gift is fucking bullshit. And Parvati teaches that through devotion to devoting your practice to yourself, you become enamored with yourself. True unconditional self-love. And practicing this mantra, the devotion is showing yourself and the universe, which is mirroring back to us, right? That you serve yourself, so the universe should serve you. Your family, your divine family, acts as per your free will. It doesn't matter what you think, what your emotions are. It's about the actions. When you live and devote a practice to yourself, growing into loving yourself, something magical happens on a cellular level. Your cells begin creating more opportunities for your physical body to receive love. So when you create this devotional practice, you don't have to do anything. Because you put yourself first in terms of time, the devotion, and the out-of-body experience. That higher aspect of you meets the emotional aspect and they collide in the physical world. So this mantra is the inner marriage of your sacred masculine and feminine, your Shakti and Shiva, your yin and yang. This allows the union of your twin flame if you've made a vow to meet him in this lifetime. You know, a harmonious relationship with your twin flame occurs when the inner sacred marriage is present. When you do this mantra, your kundalini will awaken and you'll feel the heat at your root chakra. So I actually have an upcoming womb healing course where I share where each tantric goddess is located in your yoni and your womb space. And Parvati is located on your third gate, so your clitoris. And this is the place with a specific type of attachment, such as like fear, rejection, anything that makes you a victim in the manifestations of desire with money or love relationships. It's all the fucking same. Like if you do this mantra and you're in a relationship with a narcissist or you're always the caretaker like you fall into the trap of making excuses for a man that's not enough not showing up in his divine masculine but you fucking stay with the karmic vows instead of liberating yourself you still have devotional work to do to bring yourself up to that level of free freeing yourself from attachments This is where the devoted men will show up. Men will show up to serve you. Men who can't live without you. Men who are wholeheartedly in it to win you. The more you're devoted to yourself, the more like numerous men that are aligned on that frequency will show up. It's really that simple. And it all starts with you. It all comes from you. You know, if you're always in caregiving mode, making excuses, you know, being with a man because you don't want to be alone because you're afraid you won't be able to pay your own bills because he makes the money or, you know, you're staying in a relationship where you're not even 100% yourself, you're afraid to like just be alone, it shows that you don't love yourself enough. And your rituals, if you're doing any, it's all superficial because you don't trust the universe and you don't trust yourself. 
Why would you be born in a world to suffer? That's the choice you make. You choose whether you're going to be suffering or whether you will prosper. You know, the moment you do your ritual and you get up and you walk out that door, you're afraid of taking a leap of faith, thinking you'll lose and that you're not enough. Don't you want to see your greatness? That's what this mantra does. It creates a space to meet yourself again, realizing that you're the most beautiful and perfect woman in the world. And it's not about being an arrogant bitch or misusing power. It's about knowing and owning your space. No more compromising your voice, your third eye to see straight, you know, seeing beyond the scarcity. It's not about giving your heart away to anyone and then you get heartbroken. You can't expect someone to fill you up. You show up in a relationship full. Any relationship, your father, your brother, your son, your husband, money, friends, whatever, you show up full, 100%. When you're needing the outside to validate you, when you need a man to show you that he loves you so you feel worthy, when you need the numbers in the bank account to actually feel rich, you don't get it. You're still superficially ritualizing your goddess attributes. You're not actually embodying what you practice. You have to leave those romantic attachments behind, you know, that you need to bring the twin to you. In goddess spirituality, you're not chasing, you're not trying to get anything. You're receiving it all by focusing on you. A lot of people get stuck in doing rituals that, you know, that's not what saves you. The ritual is not what saves you. It's the embodiment, right? I make yoni steams, oils to anoint yourself, soaks to clear yourself. These amplify your vibration and manifestations. They are not doing the work for you. Like what's the point of rituals and then you walk out of the door and you're afraid? Because being afraid of what your family, community, the outside world, your fucking boss has to say about you it's still prevalent about your decision process. You know, that means you're not trusting. So this mantra, do it for 28 days, an hour a day and watch 28 days because that's the time it takes your body to start shaping into something else. And also always set an intention before doing a mantra, such as I am this, whatever, right? I am beautiful. I am powerful. I am living my highest purpose. I am prosperous and abundant. I am a millionaire. You choose one and you set your intention before you begin. The intention is who you are once you've transformed. I am that I am. You know, this is connecting to your higher self. You can also write your intention and hold it as you sit, sing, dance, Or place it under a white candle and then burn it after. And this isn't a mantra that you like listen to passively or say passively. You got to put full devotion. Sitting, hands in prayer position, thumbs touching your heart chakra, feeling the alignment of your spine. And you seeing the mantra. You seeing the mantra because activating your throat chakra is the first step to manifesting in the 3D. 
And when you listen, you embody when you sing the vibration, speaking and singing manifest. That's why speech is either a blessing or a curse because speech is the translation of your thoughts. And when your thoughts aren't aligned and you speak out of alignment, guess what? That's how you're manifesting what you don't want. If your thoughts and emotions don't align with the greatness of what you're entitled to have, and you speak words of mediocrity, I don't have enough, I'm not enough this, I'm not educated enough, I don't have enough money, words of safety, let me not spend this because I'm saving it for a rainy rainy day. Well, babe, guess what? You're going to see a whole lot of motherfucking rainy days. So you're cursing yourself. And if you can't sing it, it's totally fine. You can just mumble or hum it. As long as your throat chakra feels that energy, there's something going, activated. Having a strict practice in the beginning, and then once you start really feeling the mantra, like the heat in your yoni space, or you get goosebumps, that is the igniting of the goddess and the merging as the goddess version of yourself. Another thing I'm, I really notice when it comes to rituals and practices is people force things. A lot of people want the easy how-to, one, two, three steps. But once, but once you've gotten consistent and truly devoted from your heart, it falls into place. It's effortless. It's second nature. And when you're um, you know, doing the mantra you'll actually feel the serpent energy awakening and the spiritual being in you starts rising. The Shakti, the wild woman, the feminine, it'll be awakened. And then you can let go of the need to please others, including yourself. This is creating a natural alignment. And hey, this is the risk of you loving yourself and understanding your power so much That your ego starts playing tricks on you. When you have 20 guys offering help, being loyal, without you even having to put effort, not saying anything, but just oozing this energy. When you don't have to try in order to be, that's goddess power. It's not about the physical appearance when it comes to intimacy. They are coming to you no matter what. And when you don't love yourself, they come to you still and they don't love you. It is always about you. And yesterday's 1111 portal was all about purging, letting go. And if you don't, then the universe will teach you by taking things away from you. Money, if you're not aligned, something will happen. Same for a relationship for yourself. And sometimes people don't let go and admit things because they are humiliated. And in those cases... The universe will bring you down to your knees. When there's a time for you to purge and look into the places that you haven't, it will take you there. And this is also about self-love, you know, being the number one relationship you have in really opening your heart chakra. And this portal also, it's all about transformation. You know, with all that's happened this year, 2020, You need to know, girl, you cannot go any lower in terms of thoughts. You know, all the confusion this year. There's 
no better time than now to really recreate the character you're meant to be playing here in this lifetime on this plane in this realm and this mantra the most is the it's seriously the most important mantra like Bhagavati comes to you when you have failed yourself so before doing this mantra i recommend grooming your pussy so you feel luscious wearing no panties because this is your offering and you don't want to smother the mother you know what i'm saying and you know the whole point of mantras you know mantras are very powerful they are a tool you know not you're not just listening to it you're not just saying it there's a list of things that should be taken into account you know it's a powerful tool a ritual to align to alchemically transform down to the cellular level it's an easy effortless way to channel the goddess as well you know and just saying a mantra helps the mind stay focused right this helps you to be more present more peaceful have a balanced lifestyle and then this has a major ripple effect into every single other aspect of your life mantras really help you bring help bring you back to the present state of mind and at the end of the day the mantra is meant to bring you back to simplicity because we live in such a complex world that it's really easy to get lost in all the details but mantras help you circle back to the simplistic approach to life and to focus on those things that inspire you and really make you happy so essentially a mantra you know they're just sacred word affirmations used to really uplift your energy create joy and allow you to manifest serenity and whatever it whatever else it is that you desire and Bhagavati's mantra actually helps you make a commitment to yourself to ignite your self-love to stop procrastination and really live your divine purpose You know, have that commitment in a relationship with your divine masculine who shows up and serves you. It's your kundalini awakening. So you always want to recite mantras 108 times per ritual. Rituals are twice a day, morning and evening. So the mantra is, Om Him Yogi Nam Yogeshwari Yoga Bayankari Sakala Satvara Manganam Asyamunka Hiryam Mamaha Vasamakarsa Adarshaya Sva. A mouthful, I know. So I have created a song for it. And you can play this and say it if you're unable to say it word per word, like exactly it's totally fine it's about intention and you're listening to it and connecting with it and the meaning of this O thou who are always in union with the lord yogini goddess of yoga a fearful yogic form heart of all that is living and non-living please give me the power of attraction O noble one so this practice practice this mantra should be used because it helps you unblock situations right money when projects are slow 
to come to fruition, when you procrastinate, when you are lazy, when you're all over the place, and this has an impact in your career, practice this mantra. Love. When partners don't really commit to you. When men show hot and cold behavior towards you. When you are not as the priority in your relationships. Parvati is the goddess of commitment and marriage. Practice this mantra. Sex. When you have a hard time enjoying sex itself, when you are afraid to explore your sexual energy, when you are stuck in moral preconceived judgment about your own sexuality and all the sexuality of others, when you lack creativity and therefore are stagnant both sexually and spiritually, practice this mantra. And even when it comes to twin flame and sacred unions, you know, in the Vedas, the avatar of Parvati falls absolutely enamored with Shiva and she presents the Shakti energy, the base of our Kundalini energy, which is often spoken of as like the wild feminine aspect. So Parvati really wants to be with Shiva, but Shiva is isolated in the mountains and he pretends he doesn't want her. So she waits patiently while embodying already the ideal lover in all of her rituals until Shiva tests her and realizes that she's the one, the only one for him. And then once they connect, it says that their sexuality is so powerful that it made the mountains move and her moans made crops grow. So Parvati epitomizes the divine feminine in the twin flame union. Because she's the ideal lover. And when you embody her, you learn to be your own love partner within yourself. Therefore, manifesting a sacred union with your twin or best equivalent, the one that will make you the most happy, your twin, um, or you know, if you haven't signed up for a union in this lifetime, a man that's as great, will come forth. So practice this mantra if that's what you want. And you really have to practice this daily, morning, evening, 28 days. Um, Of course, you're not going to transform into a whole new person in less than a month, but this will help you make the necessary shifts. So ideally, you should stick to the mantra for 28 weeks and 28 months to shape your new reality and become the best version of yourself in your physical body, where you live, the people you hang out with, the romance you have, and everything else. And then when you set this up, the mantra becomes your main mantra and you can listen to other supporting mantras. Um, If you're in my goddess circle, the other mantras I've shared with you, those will be secondary. And you really want to set an intention in your heart while closing your eyes in prayer pose or even by writing it on a piece of paper. So once you have set intention, you want to align your chakras whether that's reciting bija mantras or communicating with your chakras bringing them into alignment by thought intention singing bowls crystals whatever it is now once you feel clear you start chanting the mantra and you can definitely dance to this mantra you know making it a tantric sacred practice if you want this really helps to activate your kundalini energy Um, if you're familiar with kundalini yoga, go for it, go for the poses, but it's not a must. In the beginning, the most important thing is to practice, 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 
And with time, the goddess will live inside of you, pulsing on your clitoris. Your feminine sexual energy, your shakti, will really start to awaken. And then really drink double the water that you usually do, um, even if you believe that you're already on like max quantity, because this will help alchemize your body system and help with the cellular transformation that has to take place. So when you're summoning a goddess to help transform you, hydration is key. And I really invite you to document your journey. I believe I say this with like all my work, document your journey, you know, get a small notebook, which you can carry easily, write down your situation at the beginning, write down your end situation, like what you want to manifest and really be sure to write down from your perspective, sticking to the whole I am phrase, um, the higher self connection formula, because the more you write, you'll see shifts daily. No matter how subtle they are, write it all down. And this isn't where you write your thoughts and your wishes. This is more of like a report archiving media where you can kind of look back and see like the progress you made. And then once you move on to a whole new mantra, then you can kind of go from there. Um, if you decide to have an altar to practice, Parvati's favorite flowers are her red hibiscus. Uh, rose and lotus flower. Her favorite colors are red and fuchsia pink. Her consort is Lord Shiva. Her strength is commitment to just give and receive the unbreakable willpower, just finding a desirable mate, getting married, success in any relationship, power of transformation, really balancing the worldly and spiritual aspects of ourselves, conceiving and bearing a child, creativity, commitment to practice, and really uniting your masculine and feminine. Um, if you decide to do this, then, you know, practice yoga, uh, especially kundalini yoga, yoni yoga, yin yoga. Have it be your daily excuse to be sensual, to dance, especially, you know, tantric ritual dance, to bathe in the sunlight, and really homemaking to tame the wild aspect of men. Um, so the mantra itself, the words are written in the show notes for the podcast. And I will make a Instagram post of the mantra as well. Check out my website, bloomshakti.com for all my offerings. And if this resonated with you, then please Feel free to screenshot, share it on your Instagram, tag me, share it with your friends, anyone that you are ready to see them make that shift in their life to live their dreams and have an accountability partner. So I really have a mission to help as many women as possible. And if you can take a minute to do a podcast review so that more people can find me because I'm here sharing information that must be beneficial to someone out there. So that being said, I am out. Namaste. Take care. I love you all. Bye. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.